And now, the Prickly Pear Project with Oliver Morris. I'm Oliver Morris, and this is the Prickly Pear Project. The Prickly Pear Project is quite simple. I sit someone down in a one-on-one conversation filled with deep, extra spicy questions. Their only reprieve? To drink a can of sparkling orange and prickly pear juice to slake their thirst. Today's guest is Connor O'Hara. He's a world-class athlete and expert beer grower from Great Falls, Montana, filled to the brim with unjustified anger. Connor, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. I appreciate the very lovely intro you had prepared for me today. Of course. Um, just, I uh, hope we can make this quick. I'm actually kind of here against my will, so if we could wrap this oh, up, that'd be, that'd be awesome. So. Yeah, all right. Well, shall we drink? Let's do it. Nice. How's wow. that taste? That is awful. <laughs> Ugh. I don't, you know what? It's fine. We'll, we'll keep going. Sorry you feel that way, but I completely disagree. Uh, shall we get into the questions? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, first question. I understand that you being a business major, you want to start oh, yes. a business around what you refer to as Connor's Happiness Patches. Explain to me what this product is and how it works. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I, yeah, I'm in an entrepreneurship class right now and I really, really feel like I'm gaining a lot of knowledge and creating businesses and looking for new ideas. And one that I have recently come up with was there's been a kind of worldly problem here with nicotine pouches being disposed of all over the place on the ground, just people throwing them, not, not hitting the trash can. So Mm -hmm. I put my pencil to paper and I just really thought about what I could, what I could do to make a difference. And I'm thinking putting tree seeds inside the pouch in your mouth, out it goes, growing trees left and right. It's pretty wow. awesome. So, That's a really solid idea, actually. I wasn't expecting that. I'm wondering if there's a different branding you could do with that where it's more related to the environment so that you can have customers understand that. But I think that the Connor's Happiness Patch really enforces that positive go-getter attitude that you like to affiliate yourself with. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, for sure. Next question. I have heard that your progress in the class you are taking has been particularly non-existent just across the board. How prepared are you for not graduating? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wouldn't say non-existent. I mean, I'm on a, <laughs> yeah. I'm on a pretty strict path right now. I've got everything planned out. I'm hoping around 2029 um, mm. can get the diploma. It's looking yeah. a little shady right now. I have yet to register for classes for this next spring, so that got to get that handled. But no, I mean, I think a lot of people... Um, are in higher education for long amounts of time. Um, yeah. I've been told those are doctors and lawyers and not business majors, but I'm just mm. trying to change the narrative a little bit. You know, yeah. I think it's important that people can feel comfortable taking eight years of college. So, and I mean, yeah. as I say, Carroll College, not for school, but for life. So I might, I might be really uh, stepping into that life role. So, yeah. And I mean, what a trendsetter you are. And you're really just defying cultural norms at this point. And I can appreciate that for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do you go hunting? Um, I do. Yep. It's one of my favorite hobbies, I would say. I love to get out in the mountains and not very successful, but it is something that I enjoy doing. Why are you so bad at it if you've been doing it for so long? <sighs> okay. So the gloves are off. I thought we were going to keep them above the belt here, but um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm bad at it. Just need a little bit more practice. Um, mm. It is, I mean, it is called hunting, not catching or killing. I mean, there's, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Some people are mm. pretty successful at it, but, um, I just like to be out in the mountains, enjoy the scenery, the birds chirping, you know, Oh yeah. um, anytime I can get out of a class or two to be up in the mountains, that's a, that's a good, good scenario for me. So it is a work in progress. Um, I'm hoping to, hoping to be more successful in the future, but for now, yes, we are, we are pretty bad at it. Gotcha. And, um, 
Do you prefer archery or quad hunting? Oh gosh, wow! The we really just uh, we got really low blows here today. Um, <laughs> archery, archery for sure. Archery hunting is my favorite. Um, not very familiar with the quad building, but um, yeah, that's all I that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice to believe, huh? <laughs> yeah. Next question, please. Yeah. Okay. People have told me that I am on the O'Hara path. That's in quotes right there. What is this supposed to mean exactly? Being the O'Hara yourself. Ooh, um, how do I say this? Um, I don't really know if you fit the qualifications for the quote-unquote O'Hara path, but I mean, I think you uh, have a lot to offer and bring to the table. I think you're on the Oliver Morris path. Um, oh, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, maybe one day you can be maybe, maybe on the O'Hara path, but for now, I think you're just... Uh, you are with the prickly pear juice and everything, just not mm. quite, not quite there yet. But gotcha. I mean, keep your head up, and I think you're gonna be, you be in good shape. Yeah, for sure. The thing is that I don't really know what the O'Hara path is. Do you do you care to enlighten me a little bit on what that exactly, you know, what that is? Um, you know, I'm I'm not too familiar with it myself. It was something that some of our teammates have kind of created, and mm. it's just uh, them looking in at my life and the path that I'm taking. Um, I think it's a pretty awesome path. Yeah, but some may disagree with that. But I mean, if you really want to find the true answer to that question, you're gonna have to reach out to someone like Zach Rector mm. or maybe Zach James Rector. Yep, they oh. they're kind of the ones that really sparked that. So, yeah, really. Uh, why is the O'Hara path so awesome? I mean, dude, look who you're sitting across the table from, right? <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's just the the best way to go navigate through your years at Carroll College, mm. have the most fun, and I mean, obviously. I'm kind of an academic weapon myself, but I do uh, do like to kick back and enjoy enjoy myself sometimes. So yeah, of course, academic weapon. Interesting. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next question. Word has reached me recently that you did not cook a piece of chicken to a certain <sighs> quality standard. How should I pray for your health in the days to come? Um, you know, we're we're on the up and up now. Today is the first day actually I was able to get out of bed and didn't sleep on the bathroom floor, so that was pretty <laughs> exciting. Um I, see. I my body's kind of a temple, right? Everything I put into it, yeah. it it's for a good reason and uh my immune system, I think of it as big iron walls with, you know, locked doors and like guardians yeah. and oh, nothing gets in that shouldn't be in there. But um, high security. Yeah. Um, recently, I was in a rush one night. I was cooking some some chicken and the outside looked just crisp, golden, crunchy. I was pretty excited and I cut into the chicken and it was it was pretty cold on the inside. Mm. It was really cold. A um, little pink. And mm -hmm. I just kind of went for it thinking, you know, I can handle this, you know, yeah. God gives his greatest challenges to his strongest, you know, warriors. And that's kind of the mindset that I, that I took on. And, uh, yeah, that resulted in about 13 hours in the bathroom floor. Um, some, some bodily functions that I would prefer <coughs> not to talk about on this podcast, but yeah, we're, yeah. uh, we're on the up and up. Um, I have recently learned that there is in fact a temperature to which you should cook your chicken to, and it is above 62 degrees. So <laughs> Um, I will use that for future reference. I thought, you know, anything about 50, you gotta be, you gotta be good, but yeah. So it's time. I mean, I, uh, I'm kind of a fast food junkie, so I'm just mm. gonna have to stick to that and not try to cook my own meals anymore. So yeah, stick to your Qdoba, would you say? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So the correct temperature to cook a piece of chicken to is actually 165 degrees Fahrenheit. 
Mm, it doesn't sound right, but I mean, whatever you say. Do you often measure your chicken after you cook it with like a like a thermometer just to make sure you're not going to give yourself a foodborne illness? Um, no, I uh, I prefer the you know, f it we ball kind of oh, yeah, kind of yeah. method. So uh, it's worked pretty good for me in the past. Um, mm. Success rates about ninety four point three percent. So I just really happen wow. to fall on that small percentage there that uh, I just just wasn't okay this time. But mm. for the most part, you just kind of cut into it. And you just go for it. So mm, absolutely. And hey, that success rate. I mean, can't really argue with the facts. Yeah, awesome. Well, glad to know that you're on the up and up. It's all about the recovery, and you seem to be recovering just fine for Connor O'Hara. It is. So, yep. Yeah. It is definitely all about the recovery. That's, yeah. that's one thing you have said to me a couple of times and I could not agree more. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad that you appreciate that. Um, I know that you have accepted your fate of never marrying. How has your mom handled the news that you will never give her grandchildren? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's, uh, it's over yet, but it's, you know, we're definitely in the, the final quarter. Um, we're down at least five or six touchdowns, and uh, <laughs> it's just not looking very good. Offense can't really get things rolling. Um, I had a pretty pretty good plan to be a trophy husband one day, and mm. I have uh, expressed that to my family members and my guidance counselors. And, you know, there was always some questions. You know, I could tell that they didn't quite believe in me, but I had that David Goggins mindset, you know. Of just, course. Uh, Who's going to carry the boats? Who's going right? to carry the boats, right? Yeah, and uh, I just really thought if I put my head down, we could make it happen, but – it is looking a little grim, um, mm. kind of on my last last life here at Carroll, and I'm realizing that, yeah, we might we might be in a little bit of trouble. But as far mm. as as far as my mom goes, uh, she uh, she's I mean we I've got a younger sister and things are looking good for her, so she's she's at least going to be one for two. Um, oh, there you she's go. got a chance at some grandbabies down the road, but. Awesome. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a great drunkle. I mean, I've kind of <laughs> accepted that role. Um, every family yeah. needs one, so fair enough. You know, that's uh, I think that's where my my strong suits are. Yeah, absolutely. I know that you've had disciplinary problems in the past. Describe to me how you've avoided extensive jail time. Well, I like to think of them as learning opportunities and yeah. chances to grow. Would you um, say that? I would. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There. I mean. There has been a couple cases where maybe the rules have been stretched a little bit or I've stepped across the boundary. But like I said, I think any chance that you can uh, learn from your mistakes and grow from them is, is a good thing. And mm-hmm. um, I think it just uh, it's a good it's a good learning lesson for for other people. You know, that's kind of one thing that I've taken on myself as is to be an example for what not to do. You know, there's always mm-hmm. got there's always that guy that. Oh, he's a good example. I mean, you I mean someone's got to be the bad example so you can learn yeah. from. So that's uh, that's kind of my role. Um, I've had lots of practice and I've given lots of lots of lessons. So for that, I am internally grateful. As far as the jail time, I mean, that's that's the beauty of being cross country runner, man. I mean, you don't got to be fast, but you just got to be able to run for a long time. And I mean, mm-hmm. luckily the cop cars have a hard time driving through like Centennial Park and oh yeah, through the alleyways and through the cemetery is always a good one. So I mean. Ooh. Just, uh, just got to be quick on your feet and uh, always have an escape route. So, absolutely. Do the dead give you strength on your runs as well? Oh, they do. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's something about running through the tombstones. Um, just really, uh, just really gives you that burst of energy. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. You told me once that you were two and seven in your fights. How are you such a terrible fighter? You know, I, I'd like to think I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I I, I might have lied a little bit on the two and seven. I think it's more like zero oh and nine, but two of them were oh yeah, two of them were questionable. You know, I, I stayed awake, mm. so I, I would I would think it counts, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not I'm not really geared up to be the UFC type of guy, but I've found myself in some situations where I really could have benefited from some jujitsu or, you know, yeah. some karate lessons when I was younger. But absolutely, unfortunately, my my mom did not think I needed to be in karate, so that was that mm. was harmful for me growing up. But, um, yeah, I just uh, I think a lot of times my mouth is a little bit bigger than what my fists can make up for, so that mm. doesn't really help me very much. But I will say, um, you versus me, I'm liking my odds. I think one. Really? I think I'm going to be one in ten here pretty quick. So, listen, I think you are having delusions right now of Oof. these visions of grandeur that will never reach you. And I, I just, mean, I think your confidence. I mean, like we, you were just saying, right? Your your math gets you into a lot of trouble. I think that's in, this is happening again right now. I think the problem was is in past experiences I haven't really had a burning desire to to really harm somebody. But when I sit here at this table looking at you, I really I really feel it, you know, burning down deep in my body. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I uh, I think if I had some boxing gloves, I could I could really do some damage. Really? Well, yeah. we might be able to remedy that at some point for sure. Um, oh, I can't wait. Who would you slash have you fought on the cross country team? Um, besides me, because you obviously would fight me. Yes. I mean, you are definitely candidate number one. Um, I dream (laughs) of the day that that can come into fruition, but, um, no, I would say looking at our cross country team, I would definitely be bottom of the totem pole. There's not many guys I would feel very confident, uh, going against. We've got some, some big underdogs that I think could really do some damage. You know what they say? I mean, the cross country kids are, they're pretty big, so I don't want to, I don't want to get any of that. I will say. Um, there was a little scuffle between me and the beloved Zach Rector a couple years ago, um, Mm. on the relay. Um, I don't think it was a very fair fight for Zach. He was kind of not really expecting it. Um, he caught me at a bad time. I, uh, had only had three Cheez-Its and 36 hours and the mosquitoes were really bad. And Mm. it was just a bad situation where I ended up actually, uh, kind of kind of like jumping off the top rope from a picnic table on top of him and breaking his phone so you know that was not one of my finest moments but luckily we have we've overcome that our friendship is stronger than ever i think and uh it just really made us grow grow closer together so yeah i mean i would say many people i talk to on the team say that you two have a very special intimate relationship so that's intimate for sure yeah for sure for sure all right hey i respect it Awesome. Actually, Zach Gasnick. He he's up there too. You and Zach Gasnick. I might even Zach Gasnick. I think if I had some boxing gloves, ooh, I might go for Gasnick first. Yeah, you know, just, really. You just get a bad feeling about a guy that moves here from Boulder, Colorado. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just not not the type of what pe- person you want to yeah. be around. You know, they just they grow them different out there in Colorado, especially Boulder. The you know hipster wannabe vibes, and he just kind of <laughs> yeah. comes in here thinking he's you know the big dog and stuff so i think mm-hmm. uh i think definitely uh somebody needs to humble him i'm not sure if i'm the right the right candidate for that but maybe if we yeah. get four or five guys you know put a pillowcase over his head and you know oh yeah kind like of some it. cia interrogation style yeah. yeah i mean i was thinking more like just you know putting some bars of soap and just really kind of going to town on him <laughs> teaching yeah. him a lesson maybe get him get him to head back to wherever he came from but yeah for sure what do you think about white area Oof, man yeah i mean i don't think it's fair to 
to judge him based on his really misfortune in the gene pool. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Um, yeah. I think deep down he he's got some good characteristics, but when you look at him, it is it is painful. Um, but as far as my feelings towards him, it's kind of a day to day thing. Some days I can tolerate him, and other days I kind of hope that he steps in front of the Helena City bus. But I mean, that's that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. Um, yeah, I. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, he can break two minutes and 30 seconds in the 800. I know I had a talk with him the other day, and mm-hmm. his best 800 time is two minutes and 32 seconds, which is wow, is really terrible, honestly. That's worse than um, mine, and mine's not that good. Yeah, I mean, most people, you know, when they're really bad at something, they just give up or get better, and unfortunately, he just hasn't done either one of those things yet. So <laughs> he... Uh, he took up cross country this fall for the first time. He's, you know, he's a track guy and we mm. had, we had high hopes for him. Um, his college debut 8k, he, uh, made it about 700 meters and passed out quote on, I mean, quote unquote passed out. Yeah. I think it was just, you know, a little too much for the little guy, but I think he was just being a little sissy. Yeah, yeah. no, he's definitely, he's definitely soft as a baby's bum, but mm-hmm. he's got, he's got some potential. Um, really really hoping that he can figure it out or get the hell out which i mean <laughs> yeah which would be nice but unfortunately <laughs> i think we're we're kind of stuck with him so yeah for sure benjamin wallace also sort of i feel like you might be able to take him in a fight although Ooh, he did upset me in my fight so i think i think ben ben's strength is a little underestimated um oh really another one i mean coming from illinois like I, does illinois exist are we do we know that's a real state? I mean, I I don't know. I didn't know that was a state until he told me that's where he was from, and I actually had to Google it. And really, I thought that was a country, kind of you know, way way far away. But it's actually it's actually a state, so that's cool. Really, wow. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. He's he's kind of one of those guys that you just don't really know. You know what what you see on the outside is not really what what he's got on the inside. So mm. I think it would definitely be interesting. He's he's got pretty good reach. Um, he's kind of got the wild wild hair going on um i have heard him make some pretty gnarly war cries in the past so i think uh yeah he'd be definitely someone to uh to surprise some people so mm. yeah i mean surprise me when he pulled my eyelid up when he hit me with a mean right hook so i feel that yeah yeah i mean that was definitely just an unfair fight i mean obviously you guys are in different classes uh you're just so much further below him it's not even funny actually yeah i can't believe you actually thought you had a chance there that's that's sad um it is for the content yeah i mean yeah i mean you gotta you gotta grow your you gotta grow your page you gotta get some yeah, clout somehow exactly. um a lot I of people lose as many times as you can so you know yeah i mean be even that's right. i i totally agree with that um Sometimes you just got to get the the crap beaten out of you to get some more followers. So yeah, there you go. I did yeah. notice that you're gaining a pretty big social media following. I think really, yeah, I saw like 42 followers, 43 now. I think I followed you today. So I mean, that's that's pretty exciting. Wow. Um, you Thank might, you for that. I mean, hitting 100 is kind of a big deal. So I'm I'm wishing the yeah. best on your future your future endeavors. I really think you got something something going here. I the prickly pear juice whatever here that's <laughs> in my hand is is awful. I think that's definitely not. <laughs> the best route to go but yeah um i think as far as uh the podcast goes you're you're on to something here all right hey i'll take that this can you are sipping out of right now it's uh delivering angelic rhythms to your taste buds no, no, which not. then send chemical signals to the brain decipher these messages for me if you would um yeah i don't know if it's just the uh after effects of the raw chicken i have eaten earlier this week or or what but every time i take a 
take a sip from this can, I actually, I'm, my mouth is filled with vomit. So um, I'm not sure if that's just uh, the raw chicken talking or if it's truly how awful this drink is. But um, Really? Your hands are shaking right now when yeah, you're holding it. Um, yeah, it's it's that bad. I'm not going to lie it's to you, man. It's bad? Um, I'd love to. I'd love to support your your prickly pear project here, but the prickly pear itself is just really, really bad. Yeah. Um, Yikes, man! But I mean, I I understand that you drink quite a bit of these, so um, I I mean I've been getting better about it. It's less of an addiction now, as much as it is a passion. I would say. Oh, really? Yeah. So how many How many cans of these do you think you go through a week? A week? Um, anywhere between like twelve and eighteen cans. Oh my goodness. Wow, it's it actually blows my mind that you're still functioning and walking on this planet. That's really that's crazy. No, these, these are so good, dude. What do you mean? These are like, like I'm literally gonna don't do that. No, don't do that. You no, don't like that's, that? That's terrible. Um, yeah, I mean they're awful. I mean, there's really no other way around it. But jeez, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if it works for you, man, it works for you. But oh, not not for me. Wow. That's upsetting. I mean, wow. I can't even function after that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like I, was, I mean, they're they're that bad. Every time really? I take a drink, I have to sit back and process, you know, what's going on in my life choices and what brought me here. I'm still not really sure why I'm here, but this is not helping whatsoever. Wow. That's, I'm so sorry, honestly. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> you know what? Go, go for yourself, all right? That's, no. These are absolutely amazing product and as a businessman i feel like you would maybe recognize that with your with your little connor's happiness patches but no yeah i mean you're just gonna slam this down on me like you're some righteous (laughs) wrathful deity and i'm not gonna take that i mean one thing they teach us in the business department um i i think i haven't really been a part of the business department (laughs) in quite some time now but i hope to hope to go back to class soon but you know one of the first things they teach you is when you're creating a business or you're marketing something, it's got to be a product that people want. The demand's got to be there. And quite frankly, I don't know who in their right mind would ever want this absolute garbage, just crap-filled drink, just designed in this awful design. Oh, I just, I can't even think of words to describe how terrible this is. But I mean, like I said, if it it works for you, man, I'm happy. Um, I don't, I just, yeah. Yeah, I can see your discontent is growing by each minute. So we should probably end this episode here. Do you have anything to say to anybody back home? You got any shout-outs, any plugs you want to add into the end of this? Yeah, I just, I don't think I do. Um, no? I would, normally I'd leave a podcast, you know, giving credit to the, the podcast giver and saying it's, it's a great episode to be on and I'm happy to be mm-hmm. here. But quite frankly, I just can't say that I'm really that happy or stoked to be here. And I don't know if I'd recommend this to anybody, but... Um, yeah, so with that, I think wow. that's, that's all I got for you. What a delightful interview this has been. <laughs> Our next episode guest, Daniel Kurlaski. Stay tuned for that.